It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we have inside the studio, we have Todd Phelps. He's running for Austin mayor. That's right. And we also have inside the studio uh, the Pflugerville residents for responsible taxation. But first, you know what? I want to talk to you about, you know, can you can you go into a polling place or a polling location and as a license to carry handgun holder and take your firearm with you? Can you take your handgun? So can you go to the grocery store on election day or early voting and take your handgun? Well, you know what? No, you cannot. Under Texas Penal Code 46.03, license holders cannot take a handgun. Actually, no one. Whether you're a license holder or not, can actually take a handgun inside a polling location. So it doesn't matter. It's actually a felony, two to ten years in jail. So, and that's under 4603 of the Texas Penal Code. So once you know, you every other day throughout the year. To be honest with you, every other day throughout the year, when you want to go into the grocery store and you're a license holder and you're you're carrying your handgun. Uh, yes, you can go into the grocery store as a LTC holder. You can go shopping and all that good kind of stuff. But well, you know what? If it's early voting or election day, that changes things. It doesn't matter if you're a, a student at UT. You're going to school at UT University of Texas, and you're on the campus every other day throughout the year. You can conceal carry your handgun on that campus, except for certain places with a license. But when it's election day or early voting, then you cannot be within 100 feet of that polling location. So you cannot go past that point that says, hey, no campaigning past this line. If you do, that is a felony, two to ten years in jail. And fun fact, on the other days of the year when it's not voting, if you want to take your gun to the grocery store that has that 30-06 sign, and they say you can't carry, and you do carry your gun in there, if you get caught, it's a Class C misdemeanor, same as a traffic ticket. Not in, not in the grocery store. Not in the grocery oh, store? It's a felony. It is a felony. Ah, everywhere oh, else but oh, the grocery store. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say that again. Now say that question one more time. You uh, said carrying your gun where they have a 30-06 sign. Okay. If you get caught, it is a class C misdemeanor. You're correct. Right? Yes, you're yeah. correct. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's right. And 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 even, you know, let's say your office building and an office building downtown, because everyone can hear us from downtown Austin. Let's say you're downtown Austin right now and you're going in and out of a, an office building, and they decide to post a 30.06 or 30.07 sign, uh, that means the punishment is only a Class C misdemeanor as long as it does not, as long as it's not listed on the 46035 of the Texas Penal Code. So it's not, um, it's not a place that sells alcohol or anything like that. So you'll be able to take your handgun in there. And just like I said, on Election Day, be careful. Be careful Election Day. Don't pull out that handgun license to use that as an ID. But if you do, 
they're going to start looking at you and they're going to wonder, are you carrying a firearm on you? And they're going to start looking at you really closely. So definitely be cautious of that. So remember, and I'll say it once again, election day, early voting, license holders, you cannot go within a hundred feet. You cannot go within a hundred feet of a polling location while carrying a firearm. You need to leave it in your vehicle. Don't even park within a hundred feet of that polling location. You cannot go past that point that says no campaigning pass here. All right, so we have inside the studio Todd Phelps, and Todd is running for Austin mayor. Man, Todd, welcome to come and talk it, sir. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Outstanding. So, Todd, tell me something about you and, you know, why should people support you as running for Austin mayor? Well, I grew up here and uh, went to Hill Elementary and Hyde Park and University of Texas. My mother was a teacher here for 30 years, and I uh, support a 20% homestead property tax exemption, and uh, I ran in 2014 and helped defeat a, a rail bond boondoggle and helped get Uber and Lyft into town when it was being blocked by uh, Mike Martinez and Kathy Tova at the time. So you've seen this town go from being a great you know, live music capital of the world to just going to crap right now. This week, man, people are suffering. You have people, there's a water, what, what, is, it, what is this? It's a water, what is it, boil your water? My goodness, we, I have people that, you know, that have, they haven't had coffee all week long. Well, it speaks to the, another Adler disaster, another failure by the mayor. He's failed on infrastructure as far as roads are concerned. They've failed to uh, shore up our water treatment facilities in the past. And the th- they've got a part of the new bond proposal is over $200 million for new museums and cultural centers. Well, I, I like cultural centers. However, we already have some and people don't really frequent them often and Rhodes is number seven on the list in this bond so oh my their priorities as you know are absurd yeah and, and and luckily i mean i'm grateful finally finally the lord has answered our prayers they lifted the ball water in the last 45 minutes i'm so grateful so now finally because you know what i'm concerned with my safety i i've been so concerned all week long because you know people haven't been able to get their coffee and so that, that's made this city pretty crazy. If you can't get your coffee in, in Austin, my goodness, the liberals lose their absolutely <laughs> loving mind. They have not been able to get that cup of coffee. So uh, I, I'm grateful within the last 40 minutes, the, the boil water has been lifted. We can now have coffee. I can make coffee for everyone that come, you know, come into the store and uh, uh, Starbucks can often up, open up there and, 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 you know, we'll have coffee. It's, it's going to be wonderful. All right. So, so Todd, there are some things that are on the ballot, uh, this election going on right now, that people are kind of up in arms about, you know, in Austin, in Travis County. So, Todd Phelps, tell me, you know, like, uh, what's your stance on the first, what, proposition of the ballot there? Oh, on a, on a? Yeah, on Proposition Well, I'm against a. it for, for one of the main reasons is that they the mayor is currently giving a, a, away a piece of land that's about $22 million of land to an outside investor that's not going to have to pay taxes on $250 million worth of improvements for the next 60 years, which is a a top mixed-use development where they could get eight times the amount of affordable housing, but they're wanting to borrow another $250 million for affordable housing when he's doing that right now, Mm. and they haven't developed $50 million worth of it already. But can I just touch on the public safety issue real fast? Yes, go ahead. So I know you're joking around about the coffee, but 
that the mayor has been a complete public safety failure as far as the police, con con failure. police contracts concerned. He's dis disrespected the police for the better part of a year by not paying them what they deserve. And we're hemorrhaging officers. Officers are leaving the morales down. And on top of that is mismanagement of the homeless population. Big has, mismanagement. Has a, got them to the fact, uh, gotten to the point where, where the homeless population is not the gentler, older population like Leslie, but a younger population, which has been now lurking in wooded areas and camping out. And you saw the fatality down on UT campus. And it's just horrible. And we're talking with Todd Phelps. He's running for Austin mayor. We're talking with the Pflugerville residents for responsible taxation. This is Michael Cargill. And you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news. From Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the radio.com app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. Man, I just love this beautiful view of downtown Austin. God, I love being in this seat. I tell you what, Pflugerville residents for responsible taxation are in the house to talk about what's going on on that Pflugerville uh, ballot. And uh, they got some information for you. You got to listen before you go to the polls. If you haven't already gone to go vote. Also, we have inside the studio Todd Phelps. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, Todd Phelps is holding it down. He's talking about what he's going to do for the city of Austin, the changes that he's going to make. And he's also telling you, you know, you already know, you already know the situation that we've been in in this town. I mean, my goodness, we our, our police officers are suffering. They don't have a a, a they don't have a contract. Also, I mean, we, we've had shootings in this city in, in the 6th Street almost every single weekend. What is going on downtown? Uh, we this this town is turning into Chicago literally overnight while you're sitting here watching 6th Street shootings last weekend, 6th Street shootings this weekend. Uh, our numbers when it comes to homicides, when it comes to shootings, have gone so high compared to what they were last year. Something needs to be done. We need new leadership in this town. Ladies and gentlemen, Todd Phelps. We definitely need new leadership in this town. I think that this, this city is uh, living on another planet when, when with their wants instead of addressing our needs, which are road infrastructure. We have a traffic crisis. We have a taxation crisis. They're, I'm tired of people being pushed out of this town that I've grown up with. I'm tired of seeing seniors having to leave their town. I mean, it's and the fact that they're asking for another billion dollars worth of bond proposals in roads is about seven on that list, and they want to spend more for museums and cultural centers than roads tells you all you need to know. And uh, I'm proud to have the endorsement of the Travis County Republican Party as well. And due to my background, musician background, I think when we get in the runoff, we do have a shot of winning. And you know what Austin used to be like. You know the beautiful Austin that we know. Uh, you know what's happening on East Austin. You know how to bring people together. Uh, you're in the music scene. You know the fact that uh, our wait staff, waiters, uh, there's a, a need for waiters in this town because, you know, people can't afford to live in the city limits. They're moving outskirts. So those are the people that are actually working those particular jobs. They can't afford to live here. So they're moving out. If, you know, if if housing goes that high, you know, our, our workers that are working those particular jobs cannot afford to stay in the city. They're going to move out and go somewhere else. 
And that's going to affect our economy. That's going to affect the restaurants. The restaurants have been suffering. My goodness. I feel so sorry for your mom and pop you know, stores and your mom and pop businesses that have been suffering this last week uh, because of this water crisis. This is ridiculous. And this was an issue that was addressed by the Texas state legislature. They said, city of Austin, you need to do something about your water situation. Uh, something needs to be done about that plant. Instead, the city of Austin, what did they do? They thumbed their nose in the face of the legislature, did whatever they, they did something totally different. And now because of it, because of that lack of leadership, because of that poor leadership of the Austin mayor, the poor leadership of the city council, what's happening now? We are all suffering because of this water situation, because of your leadership, you're putting the same people in office and you're expecting different results. I call that insanity. Todd Phelps. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 failed leadership. It's failed planning, just like the roads. Just, you know, they haven't shored up our water treatment facilities. And one one other thing that they've dreamed up is that so to the mom and pop restaurants, they're going to gentrify several more of those in our Hispanic community, our Asian community and across the board with this ridiculous compost ordinance. They're coming out with the fact that if they don't get the food in the bin properly, they're going to find them thousands of dollars a day. Mm. You've heard this ad on on the We're radio. Already suffering. You're giving me a thousand dollar fine a day. Oh thousands of dollars a day. And then wow. the other thing is the paid mandatory sick leave doesn't make sense for part-time employees. So there are a lot of restaurants who have to shut their doors as well. And, you know, Adler wants to tax as much as he possibly can. And he basically has not, has lied about the 20% homestead exemption four years ago. Oh, and we it, still have lights on 360. All right. So Todd, you know, tell me which way. Okay. So when you're looking at proposition A, affordable housing, how should I vote? Should I vote for or against? Like I said, I'm voting no because... They, they're giving away one of our best affordable housing tracks and not letting it be mixed-use developed by, you know, so they could get multiple MFIs across the board. It's, it's another absurdity coming out of City Hall. They want to borrow $250 million for more affordable housing. They have undeveloped land already for that. All right, so Todd Phelps, so if I'm in Austin and, I'm, and I have to vote on Proposition B, the libraries, museums, and cultural arts facilities of the city of Austin, which way should I vote? Pro, for, or against? <laughs> of course, no on that. I think that, that our, I think right now we need to pay our officers what they deserve and get a police contract and the money needs to be spent towards public safety and roads. And uh, that's why we're also uh, supporting a panhandling ban across the city as well as an urban camping ban to make our city safer. It's sad. Do you know that if a gun store, uh, if someone walks into a gun store to sell a gun to that gun store, do you know that the gun store cannot verify that gun's been reported stolen? Do you know that? You know why? Because we can't get any help from the, the police department because they can't get the funding that they need to help the gun stores. You have these people that stand up here in front of the Capitol and they talk about they want to get illegal guns and bad guns off the street. But you know what? When it comes down to it, this mayor, mayor of this mayor that's currently here, he has the power and the authority to fix that. Instead, he's talking about what's happening in other states, Kentucky. He's talking about what's happening in El Paso, everywhere else. But he doesn't want to address the issues that he can affect in his own city. So, Todd Phelps, tell me this. Uh, when it comes to Proposition C, parks and recreation, you know, which way should I vote for or against? I'm voting no on this one this time because they were considering giving away the parkland at Guerrero and Butler Shores for a sports stadium, <laughs> and then they want to borrow more money. So I'm saying no. 
I just drink. It's like vampires. This city council is filled with nothing but a bunch of vampires just sucking the life and sucking my tax dollars out of my soul. So you're saying? So you said that they can't uh, they can't verify which guns are stolen. The mayor's taking no action on that. No but, action but, but, whatsoever. But, but several years ago, I thought that they basically wanted to write down everybody's name who bought a lawful gun from McBride's. Wasn't that right? <laughs> they tried, <laughs> but they're not. They're not once again about the, the absurdity. Exactly. Not, uh, okay, not worried one? about the bad guys. Not worried about the criminals. But let me tell you. All right. So. Uh, when it comes to Proposition D, flood mitigation, open space, and water quality protection, City of Austin, Todd Phelps, <laughs> should I be for or against this? Well, I'm for this one, especially for the flood mitigation. Uh, we need to make sure that I, I, they're they're wanting to do the, to follow the 500 floodplain rule, and I'm not against that. I think it's a good idea with what's uh, you know happened down in Onion Creek, and obviously what we've seen with water treatment. Uh, if they really do it. If they really do it, we have $750 million worth of unissued bonds right now, and they're mm-hmm. still wanting to borrow more. So we'll see. Hopefully they actually follow through on that if they do it. All right. So when it comes to Proposition E, Health and Human Services, City of Austin, Todd Phelps, which way should I vote? For or against? Yeah, I'm voting yes on that one uh, for the EMS portion and the fire station portion. I mean, we have some really old fire stations. That one downtown near the Hilton, I think, is almost turned like 1940s. And uh, I wish that they would have included uh, more for uh, the officers, uh, police officers in that as well. All right. So Proposition F, public uh, safety, city of Austin. Uh, which way should I vote? Because I tell you what, you know, Todd, when I go down downtown Austin, I'm looking at the, uh, what, what do you call it, the arch Man, my goodness, I can sit there and watch someone OD. I can watch someone get raped. My goodness. And it's like one block from the police department uh, that, you know, the officers are not getting the funding that they need to take care of these issues. This is not a police to police issue. This is a city council. This is a mayor issue because they have that facility right downtown, right downtown, enabling these people right in the alcohol district. I'm the only one that wants to move it out of there. I've been saying that this whole campaign and there, it makes no sense to have people that are addicted in the heart of, you know, an entertainment district where there's alcohol everywhere. I, I think that we need, actually need to move it out, move these types of facilities outside of the city. I think that the mobile loaves and fishes model is a good one. But I think that we need to work with leaders at the state level and move it entirely out of the city. All right. So Proposition F, for or against? I'm I'm for the I'm for it for the EMS and the the expansion of our, our fire stations. Yes. All right, and then Proposition G, transportation infrastructure, City of Austin, Todd Phelps. Which which way should I vote for or against? Well, I'm voting for this one. I hope that they actually use it for transportation infrastructure. You know, back in 2016, they used about 100 million dollars worth of transportation bond for walkables. Which I don't know about you, but you know, when I'm working and if in addition. Uh, to some commercial lending and running my farm, I also play music and you have to have your gear in your car. You can't take your gear on a bus and most people that do construction or drywalling are taking a vehicle to work. So yeah, I'm definitely supporting that as long as they actually put it towards roads. All right, and then uh, what about Proposition H, uh, Planning Commission, City of Austin? I'm voting against that one because uh, I think the council should be able to sort out you know, who they appoint as to boards. Is that the co- code next one? No, that's the one for boards and commissions. Okay. Uh, Conexus J. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, it, it's there's some people that are saying that they feel like there's too many real estate folks on the commission or not. And I think that the council should be able to decide who they appoint or don't appoint to their boards and commissions. Okay. And then what about I? And I is going to be... What is I? It's about this, uh, the changes to the city charter okay. and what they want to change the city charter behind closed doors. The council does. I'm definitely against that. I think it should be transparent and out in the public forum. Okay. And then, uh, okay. Oh, sorry. 
What about uh, J? So J, that J is that land development code. Next one. Well, of course, I you know this was one of another Adler disaster where they spent close to what was it eight to ten million dollars on Code Next and and with the facade that they wanted to hear from the community with the flashcards and everything and it became contentious. So this is about listening to the community uh, and and having them be able to weigh in on the on the development code, which I think is definitely necessary. So I am supporting Prop J, and I. Feel that you know the the neighborhoods have to be a part of the process. And then what about K Citizens Initiative? I'm sorry, okay. initiated ordinance regarding an efficient study, City of Austin. Okay, so this is an outside efficiency audit. They've done it in several towns. The, this is so this is the mayor. The only dark money in this campaign is the dark money that the mayor doesn't want to, you to see that they're mm. spending at, at City Hall. And so they don't want an outside auditor coming in and exposing where they're wasting money. This could actually save us ten percent with the four point. One billion dollar budget, you know, that's uh, four hundred million dollars. Wow! And, <laughs> and then we could they could use that towards all of their some of their ridiculous wants, <laughs> but we really actually need to use that money for uh, wise things like roads. Absolutely, they're definitely hiding something. Uh, something's going on there. And there was one, and I, I I skipped. It was Proposition E, Health and Human Services. Did I skip that one? Uh, I, don't, I think we got that. We one. got that. Okay, good. I want to make sure I hit them all. All right, so those are going to be your propositions um, for the city of Austin. You can go back and listen to it. Um, Pretty much, we're against, so we're against what? Proposition D, Proposition F, Proposition G, and J. Did I miss one? Um, actually, we're for, I'm for, I'm for J. We're for J? Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm against A, against B, against C. I'm voting yes on the flood mitigation, which is D. I'm voting yes on E, which is the public health facility. And I'm voting yes on uh, the EMS and fire stations. Yes on G. Okay. And we'll go back through those. Okay. Uh, so we're sitting here with Todd Phelps. He's running for Austin mayor. Also, we have the Pflugerville residents for responsible taxation. You know what? To my fr- my liberal friends, remember this. If you take the guns, that means, guess what? Donald Trump will be the only one with the guns. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hello, this is Gerald Darty, and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County. And you're listening to Come and Talk It. Listen to Talk 1370 anywhere with your Amazon Echo. Just ask Alexa to play Talk 1370. Now playing Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking with Todd Phelps. He's running for Austin mayor. And that's right. And we're also talking with the Pflugerville residents for responsible taxation. They are upset about what's happening in Pflugerville. Also, they're in Travis County. Uh, that they're, you know, within that same county. We're all voting together. And you know what? There's some things that are going on on the Pflugerville side that can affect Austin. Definitely affects the Pflugerville residents. And you know what? We have some people in the studio. They're going to tell us what's going on. And for my Pflugerville residents, which way should we vote? Should we vote for for or against some of these issues? So let me welcome to the mic my friends and some of the residents for responsible taxation in Pflugerville. Go ahead and say your name. Melody Ryan. Melody, welcome to come and talk it and say your name. I'm Terry Nasal. Hey, Terry, welcome to come and talk it. So Melody, tell me what is going on in Pflugerville on this current, you know, ballot here that we don't like. Well, we're opposed to Proposition A for the Austin Community College annexation and tax. Why is that? 
Well, a group of Pflugerville residents got a petition of 5% of the registered voters to annex Pflugerville and ACC. But this tax will cost us 10 to $12 million in the first year, yet only save 2 to $3 million in tuition for students. And it does not include a full-service campus. Our area has approximately 95,000 residents, yet only 831 students attended ACC last year, which is less than 1% of our population. Mm. With the increase in property values that we're all experiencing in this area, Pflugerville could pay over $107 million more in taxes versus tuition savings for the first 10 years alone. Good Lord. So Proposition A is a bad deal for Pflugerville and our families. So, okay, so with this Proposition A, okay, we're saying that, you know, Pflugerville, how many people actually are going to attend? This is ACC. Mm-hmm. How many people from Pflugerville will actually attend ACC? With, we're thinking, we're guessing. Well, it's in the eight to nine hundreds, and seventy-five percent of those are part-time. Last year, one hundred and fifty high school students straight from high school went to ACC. My goodness, that's a lot of money for one hundred and fifty people, or you know. That's true, and then we one of our high schools is actually in the ACC district because they're in the city of Austin, and their um, enrollment has actually decreased over the last ten years. They used to have twenty-two percent of their students attend ACC, and now it's only between sixteen to seventeen. So this audit that we're asking for on the uh, the Austin ballot is this going to affect uh, ACC at all? Are they going to be included in that audit? Do you think? Todd Phillips. Well. I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay. Because because I'm curious of what ACC. I'm curious to how they're spending their money. You know, because something's oh. going on here. The fact that <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> you know, I, I know a lot of my tax dollars. You know, I pay a lot of taxes, and I know it's going to ACC. So why are they coming up short on some funding that they have to grab it from Pflugerville? So we've looked at the enrollment over the last 10 years, and enrollment last year was the at the same level as it was in 2009, mm. and that's after they built or opened four new campuses. So the same amount of people are attending ACC and are asking for mom, more money. Mm-hmm. My goodness. I, I know it's Halloween, but good Lord. I, I, <laughs> I don't need vampire to come suck out any more blood from me. My goodness, I'm paying enough taxes. Yeah, let me jump in on that. Actually, the enrollment has dropped over the past year. Wow. They went from 40,000 to 30, just over 38,000 students. Mm. But if you look, I got some graphs here and stuff, but uh, if you look in 2003, they had uh, approximately 30,000 students. Oh, Lord. Okay. And uh, at that time, they financed, for property taxes, they financed those 30,000 students uh, in property taxes for 20, 24.8. Eight six six million dollars. I remember I used to pay like nineteen hundred dollars in property taxes when I first built my house in like nineteen ninety nine. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe a little less than that. Now my property taxes is like, oh man, it's it's well three times as much well, now. Well, the problem is they they tie the they tie what they're getting paid to the property taxes, not to the student headcount, not to the student hours, not to the quality of the college. Mm. And uh, for comparison, I mean, two thousand and three, twenty four million dollars just over two thousand and seventeen. They went to 40,000 students mm. to $181 million that they're taking in. Mm. They dropped 2,000 students for 2018. They're now at $196 million is what they're charging. And that's just the out-of-district, uh, that, that's just the property taxes right there. The students still have to pay full tuition, uh, for the in-district tuition stuff. That's just what the taxpayers are paying for that. Hundred and ninety six million. There's some funny math going on around here. Something's well, well, funny, I don't, funky. Uh, yeah, for for me, I can't, I cannot understand how how you can uh, 
justify going from $24 million to $196 million for 8,000 more students. Wow. I mean, in that period of time. Cost of living doesn't, doesn't count, account for that. No, no, not at all. Yeah, that some, sounds like someone's doing something wrong. We need to take a look at this because um, you're, you're sucking way too much you know, from the, the taxpayers. And then now they're saying, hey, we need additional funding. We're going to grab Pflugerville. It's not called the Pflugerville yeah. Community College. It's called the Austin Community College. Yeah, well, you, gotta, you mean to tell me we don't have enough people living in the Austin city limits to take care of the, the community college? Apparently $191 million isn't enough. Wow. <laughs> the other concern that we have is the very low graduation rate that mm. ACC has. Um, their rate is 15% um, graduating with an associate bachelor's degree or a certification over a six-year span. And it's that's a very, very low rate for all the money that we're spending on college. And the students spend on college and they have student loans. Yet only 15% of the students that start at ACC actually graduate. And the whole point of going to college isn't just to enjoy the classes that you're taking, mm. but to actually end up with a degree or certification that will help you get a better job to support your family and your life going forward. Oh, my goodness. And this, this is insane. Yeah, I mean, this is just crazy. And is, is that the only that's that's the only one that you guys are really pushing back on? That's the only one as, I'm pushing back. It's, like, it's a full time job right now. To as do far that. as yeah. organization. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that's a lot. I mean, my goodness. So. Tell me one more time. Give me these numbers. You know, how many people are they expecting from Pflugerville to actually attend we, ACC? We currently have 831 students that go to ACC. Now, the, Has anyone broken that down, you know, what they're asking? The, the, and, the, the, the overall student, uh, it's about a 78% of the students go part-time. This is across the ACC district. The average hours they take is 7.52 hours. So it's a very part-time deal. So you're looking at... 831 students taking about 15 hours a year a year for two semesters, and the cost to the Pflugerville taxpayers on that would be over $12,000 per student. Oh, my goodness. Wow. The, other, the other issue is there's been um, three school districts that have been annexed in the last 10 years, and when we analyzed the data, the enrollment did increase over the first four years, once when they got annexed and another big push when they actually built a campus. But after four, the four years, it just leveled out and has actually decreased. So we, you, if we were to be annexed, we would estimate maybe up to 1,900 students. But by then, our population will increase and our property values and the property taxes will increase. So we will never, I mean, at, at most, um, it would be 40% savings on the taxes that we pay. And that, mm. and that leveling out applies across the board. You look at Round Rocks, uh, which was annexed uh, about 10 years ago. They, they actually, over the past five years, they've gained 32 students. Okay, You think of what the tax base in Round Rock has gone in the past five years. Right, it's it's right, skyrocketed. Right. Round Rock, the uh, tax that they're paying into ACC is about $36 million. The oh out-of-district fees that they're saving it's about $16 million. So that's like $16, uh, $18 million that they're paying just as handling fees, basically. I know they got a campus up there. Pflugerville's not even going to get a campus. Okay, so let me make sure I have this right. So if you're, okay, if you're attending ACC, like, uh, do you have to pay more because you're not in the city? Yeah, there's an out-of-district fee. Okay. There's an out-of-district fee for not uh, being in district, and it's per, a per-hour fee. But there's a much smarter way. Right now, like I said, to, to finance the student, the 831 students that go into ACC to, to pay for their out-of-district fees, it would take between $2.5 to $3 million to pay for that. 
not the $12 million plus that ACC is wanting to charge in, in the property taxes. So, you know, you we could do a local scholarship. We could do uh, a, a much smaller tax at, at $0.03 cents, uh, per $100 instead of a $10.48 cents and, and finance, raise that same type, same amount of money and pay that directly to students and they could still get go to school for the same price. Mm. Wow. Okay. So has anyone broken this down where how much is this going to cost each homeowner in Pflugerville? So they have broken it down, um, nice. although they have been estimating a lot lower um, average taxable value okay. um, out to the community that currently exists. Um, so the average taxable value for um, city of Pflugerville is 241000 and for the whole school district, it's 235 but that also includes people that are already in district. We have estimated that's about $256,000 is the average home. Um, so that would be anywhere between 250 to 275 for for those. But we have um, a lot of um, homeowners in our ETJ that they're paying over ten or twelve thousand dollars right now in property taxes. So theirs is going to be closer to three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars a year, and that's just year one. That's not you know, 10 years from now where it's going to keep going up. And the other thing is that many of the taxing areas um, have been lowering their tax rate because property values have gone up. Yet ACC has, has greatly increased their tax rate, even though the property values are going up. So they're getting more money at the same rate, and then they increase it on top of that. And see, I'm totally confused because you're, you're telling me that X amount of people move to Austin every single day. And then you're telling me, so more people are moving to Austin, more people are moving in that are leaving. And so if that's the case, more people are paying more taxes, those numbers at the Austin Community Colleges are staying the same or actually going down. Exactly. If, there's a, if those numbers are staying the same and going down, more people are moving to the city, why are we having to ask for more money? Well, I'd say uh, you look at the charts. It's it's the salary. I mean, raising. I'm an idiot. I mean, I'm stupid. So, I, I, please explain to me like I'm you know like I'm a three year old. Well, well, uh, that's one of the problems with uh, tying it to non performance type issues. You're tying it to an, a tax base instead of, like I said, tying it to the actual students, the actual hours they're taking, the quality of the education. ACC is ranked number forty nine in the uh, fifty uh, college uh, community colleges here in Texas, and actually. In the nation, this is a WalletHub.com study, complete unbiased study. ACC is ranked number 688th out of 715 colleges in, in the nation and community colleges. And so you're not, this is not being tied, the, the amount that they're being paid is not tied to quality. It's not tied to the student headcount. It's not tied to anything other than the growth of Austin area, the growth of, of the, the community. And that's a stupid way to, to finance something. It's just, Ridiculous because they could knock down to literally a hundred students. They get paid the same amount. Wow. We're talking with the Pflugerville residents of, for responsible taxation. We're talking about this ACC uh, proposition that's on the on the the ballot in Pflugerville. We're saying no to this. If more people are moving to the city of Austin, Austin is growing at a, at a alarming rate. Why are you asking for more money? Why are we raising the taxes? This is ridiculous. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come Talking. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Talk 1370. The right choice. 
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about what's on the ballot. We're talking about can I take my my handgun as a license holder inside the polling location. Well, you know what? No, absolutely not. When you're going to go vote, if it's early voting or election day, you cannot be within a hundred feet of a polling location with a firearm. Don't even park within a hundred feet. So leave your gun in the vehicle. You go inside and you do your civic duty and you go vote. All right. Uh, If it's at the grocery store every other day throughout the year, license holders can carry their handgun inside the grocery store every other day throughout the year. You can do that. But if it's early voting or election day and they have that polling table set up in the lobby of the grocery store, leave your firearm in the vehicle. Don't even park within 100 feet. Do not get caught standing out, you know, you know, um, in that area at all, standing in line or anything with the firearm on you and whatever you do. Don't show them. You you can use it is you can use your handgun license as an ID. You can do that, but just keep this in mind. As soon as you do that, they're gonna start looking at you and seeing if they can see a firearm. So I want you to go in and vote, do your civic duty, and you know let's get in there, do what we're supposed to do, and get on out. Okay, that way I like my license holders to stay with my my million over a million, and so we want to keep it that way. We don't anyone getting in trouble, you know. When you're trying to do the civic duty and trying to do the right thing. All right. So I have residents of for responsible taxation from Pflugerville here in the studio today. And my question is, who's supporting this uh, this effort to raise the taxes of Pflugerville residents? Well, if you ask uh, the vote yes pack, it's supposed to be a grassroots effort. And if you ask the ACC uh, VP that came in and talked to uh, Pflugerville residents, it's a grassroots pack, uh, but we've done some freedom of information requests. Uh oh, yeah, nah, it's, it's amazing pull, what happens when you go dig, boy. Well, I we, tell you. we pulled that out, and over half nine thousand dollars of what was donated to the to the vote yes pack came from a place called ACC Works. When we started looking into what ACC Works is, it's actually a shadow pack. That's what I my terminology is a shadow pack that was used to cover up the real name of the donor. Mm. Okay. Now the person, the treasurer of that of that pack is John Hernandez. Okay. Now keep in mind, ACC sent out a uh, email to the alumni saying they are not supposed to promote this annexation attempt. Well, John Hernandez is the former chairman of the board of trustees of ACC. Mm-hmm. He's the current ACC Foundation board of trustee, and he's a big realtor. Got to follow the money. Yeah, you got to follow the money. Got to follow the money. Yeah, and he he took that money and donated it to the Vote Yes Pack. Sneaky. Yeah, well, then you start looking who who started that Vote Yes Pack. Whose name, whose address is on that Vote, uh, vote Yes Pack? Dirty. Yeah, well, that's a Rob Ray's. And Shame. Rob Ray is just a, a... Shame. Yeah, Rob Ray is... Shame. Uh, his address is on the pack, and uh, he's a... Uh, a Pflugerville Independent School District trustee, but he's also president of the board, uh, board executive committee for ACC. He's also president of the center's advisory advisory council for ACC. Mm. He's also president advisory council for ACC. Mm. He also owns, or he's they, they list it as a uh, he, he he's a. I'm pretty sure he's he's the owner of the company. Of a company, uh, J.L. Powers, who represents the ACC uh, in a lot of things, it appears. And uh, they're a construction company. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah, Interesting. I, they're, they're a big – I mean, he, he does a lot of so, advisory on construction and so they, construction. So they want to make sure – sounds like someone wants to make sure that we can, you know – their company is going to be first up when it comes to yeah. uh, building some buildings or something like that. And and they had to get this uh, petition drive and the other petition drive, the, the grassroots project. They hired, we got three pages of people they hired for the petition, and every one of them comes from Austin. Not wow. a single Flugervillian was hired to to do the petition drive. Wow. And so, I mean, you got the people to do, uh, getting the petition from Austin, not Pflugerville residents. You got mm-hmm. the people financing it, our a- ACC board, uh, on, in some fashion associated with uh, the upper echelons of, of ACC. And so that doesn't really sound like a grassroots project to me. All right. So are there any free courses for seniors? So currently under state law, um, ACC has to provide uh, free courses for seniors up to six hours. Um, although the, the vote yes pack is saying that that is a benefit that will come with voting for the proposition. It already exists. The other thing that already exists that they're advertising that will come with the voting yes, um, which already exists today is free classes for high school students. Mm. So currently, um, Pflugerville ISD has an agreement with ACC and, uh, high school students can take up to 12 courses, which is 36 credit hours, of um, ACC classes for uh, dual credit, either for high school and college or just for college credit for free if it's on the ACC campus. I'm I'm sorry, if it's on the high school campus. If it's on the ACC campus, they have to pay $150 a class, which is about $50 a credit hour. But the the nice thing is that um, if you qualify for free and reduced lunch program, you can get ACC courses for free no matter where you take it. Uh-huh. So they they have opportunities for lower income students to get free college credit before they even graduate from high school, and that exists right now today. Hmm. So what is this increased access? What does that mean? Increased access? Because I've been hearing that. Yeah. Well, um, they're talking about if the um, if we're in district, that more people will be able to afford to attend, but like we've already talked about, mm-hmm. those uh, those numbers of people who are already attending right now at Connolly and as well as in the general Austin area, those numbers have been decreasing. The other thing is that some of the barriers to enrollment is uh, location. So they, they're saying that they're going to build a campus. Well, they're saying they're going to provide a campus, but they're not committing to whether they actually build a new one. But the problem with ACC right now is they have a lot of satellite campuses. And I sent a Freedom of Information Act asked, can you take all two years of classes at that location in order to transfer to a four-year university? Wow. And they couldn't answer that question and they, they couldn't commit to that. So right now, students at ACC can't go to one campus and get all two years at one campus. Some people I've talked to had to go to four different campuses in one semester alone. So oh. even if they bring a workforce center here, the Pflugerville students will still have to go outside of Pflugerville to get a community college education. And if anyone has transportation issues, that makes it a hardship. Wow. So we're going to, yeah, wow. wow. They made no commitments as, to, as far as that workforce center, which Incidentally, every other ca- campus that they proposed in Leander and everywhere else, it was proposed as a campus, full campus. This is proposed as a workforce center, and uh, they, similar to the one that they proposed for southeast Travis County down there by the airport back in 2014 when they uh, uh, purchased the land for it, and it still isn't built. And they and uh, the VP, uh, one of the VPs that was addressing Pflugerville, 
had said that that can't be built until 2022 until they pass another bond to build it. Mm. So they don't have the money to build that campus, yet they are going to try to build a campus, a, a workforce center in Pflugerville. They haven't, they, they've not committed to any square footage. They've not committed to ours. They've not committed to the number of classes. They've not committed to the, what the classes are. Uh, they've not committed to hiring any people from Pflugerville. There, there's zero commitment as far as any details to on that campus. And so whether that actually comes apart when it comes to fruitation or when it comes to fruitation, it's a big question mark. Now, they said they're going to build or ref, ref, uh, refurbish a building. Mm-hmm. That's what they've stated in, in their plan. So, but but uh, when that happens, there's no timetable. There's mm. zero timetable. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, and, you know, residents of Austin, you know, I hear people on social media always complaining about what's happening in Austin. I hear you complaining about the traffic. I hear you talking about, you know, we, this thing we just experienced, this apocalypse of the water issue that we just experienced um, that, you know, the Texas legislature warned the city of Austin about and they didn't do anything about it. Instead, they decided they were going to thumb their nose in the faces of the legislature and do and go the cheapest route they possibly could. And this week we suffered from it because of the bad leadership because of the city of Austin. So if you know all these issues are going on, you know that crime is increasing in Austin. We know we have a public safety issue in Austin. We know we have a funding issue in Austin for public safety. Now is your chance. Now is your time to do something. And, you know, we have Todd Phelps. Todd Phelps is running for Austin mayor. And you need to give him a chance. We need to do something different because if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, it's called insanity. Todd, you know, what do, pe- what do you want people to know about you? Well, I want them to know that I grew up here. They can learn about me at toddphelpsforaustin.com. They need to know that I want to freeze taxes and actually lower taxes, lower than the effective rate. The mayor keeps taking everything he can, wants to borrow everything he can, and never delivered on a 20% homestead exemption, so property tax homestead exemption. That's what I would like. I also want to do an urban camping ban and a panhandling ban and give the police the contract for the public safety reasons therein you know we had that horrible fatality down at campus because we had younger drug addicted homeless individual uh lurking around campus and he, he killed the uh, haruka weiser which is just mm. horrible and uh so now the mayor has this policy sort of like seattle where you know austin has become a national magnet for younger more aggressive homeless and uh i don't think it's acceptable and i also want to move the arch out of downtown but the the main thing that's pushing folks out of town are these these taxes that the mayor keeps hitting us with and this bond proposition is uh misguided and has some bad priorities so i'm here to save what's left of austin my name is todd phelps and i appreciate the vote and i appreciate the time here on come and uh, talk it absolutely thank you todd phelps and to my my friends the the Flugerville residents for responsible taxation what do you want people to know in closing so we, we support higher education. We want everyone to have opportunity to better themselves. We just believe that this is a fiscally irresponsible option that we should reject right now. 1% of our population will benefit, but everyone will be taxed forever on this um, proposition. We, we think there's other things we can do, scholarships and, and other ways that we can get affordable education to the people who really want it. And. We would like you to educate yourself on the actual numbers of what's going on with this. Don't just vote without the knowledge of the actual numbers. Most of our numbers come from ACC's own fact books. I mean, they're conveniently provided for us by ACC. 
And uh, you can see those uh, uh, numbers and stuff and all the data on, on our website, pfrrt.com. And uh, we have links to our Facebook groups, our, our discussion groups. And uh, we enjoy uh, you coming to our site and talking to us about it. Absolutely. Man, thank you guys for coming in the studio today and educating us on what's on the ballot. Uh, election day, early voting's going on right now. Uh, it ends on Friday of this week. Please go out and vote. Vote now. Vote early. And then if you don't get a chance to do that, definitely vote on election day the following Tuesday. Please do not forget to vote. This is your chance. Do not get upset about it on social media. This is the time. You know, to my liberal friends out there, remember this. If you take the guns away from us, that means that Donald Trump has all the weapons. As always, more guns equals less crime. Go out there and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.